Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! Where's Jesus? <laughs> fantasy Jesus is actually fantasy bowling right now. So we've had a, such an exciting Praying weekend. for strikes. It's playoff time, or excuse me, it's draft time, not playoff time. It's draft season. It feels like playoff time. <laughs> Draft season. I hope everyone who had their drafts this weekend had a great time. I know we did. Uh, lots of great fun and excitement. We got a whole other week full of drafts, so let's get things started. Welcome into the studio, Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. Hey, I'm ready. Let's go. Another another mock draft again. Uh, while you're mock drafting and you're doing your research, don't forget to go to TSS Fantasy. Check out our merchandise. Check out all of our wonderful rankings because you know that they're always right. And then while you're watch, while you're doing that, go to YouTube, go to TSS Fantasy, click on the subscribe button, do yourself a favor, get learned, okay, master the content, and then you're going to win your draft. Get learned indeed. Nick bringing the fire tonight. Let's welcome into the studio Fred the Jester Reyes. Love this time of the year, right before the season starts. Drafting all week. Got fantasy drafts all week. I'm kind of drafted out, but I'm going to push to the weekend. Please follow me at TSS Jester uh, on, on Twitter. I might be uh, in jail right now, but I will follow you back if you follow me. But, uh, yeah, uh, the best time of the week. Let's go. Let's go with our drafts. Indeed. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Draft starts in about six minutes. We got a guest in the house waiting. So let's start real quick just to throw it out there. If you're watching right now on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. We're giving away a signed CJ2K football. So make sure you get signed up today. All you got to do is hit subscribe, get you right into the contest. And we're not doing a mock draft tonight, Nick. It's a listener league draft tonight. This is for some prizes, for some money tonight. That's what this is for. Makes it a little more exciting, giving you a little more oomph to to your step. All right. Also, don't forget, as Nick alluded to, tssfantasy.com. All of our latest and greatest there. And also, Underdog Fantasy, start getting those mock drafts in. Could be some money for you later on, so make sure you get on there. Use the promo code TSS. We'll double that deposit up to $100. And like I said before, we got some great contests coming. Nick, why we do all that crazy stuff? Because we can. And why else, Fred? 
Uh, you're on the mute and you blew it. All right, we're going to get started. Because we're the fantasy show of the people, that's why. <laughs> already, He's already in regular season form, got the internet, barely working, frozen, mute, on mute, don't know what's going on. Let's get our guest in. I'm going to hit the newsreel because we're going to talk some news with our guests while we're bringing in. It's pretty fantasy relevant. Let's bring him in. Took me a minute to get my fat fingers around that button. Sorry. Let's welcome into the studio, <laughs> Dave, Dave Mendelson. Welcome, and I, you know, you had a lot of stuff on your Twitter page, but I, the biggest thing I saw was co-founder of Triple Play Fantasy. Welcome into the building, my brother. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Between the intro song, between the drops, between the energy, uh, I can't think of a better way to start a podcast, man. You guys have it all. Let's go. That's it. We're bringing it tonight. The Monday magic, as they say. All right, we'll just bring up a couple of things in the news that are newsworthy. I haven't, we haven't been on since, of course, Brian Robinson, uh, unfortunately, got shot up in Washington, D.C., some of the, I mean, it's obviously in broad daylight. I just can't believe this stuff actually still still goes on. Um, you know, reading the situation looks kind of like he wrestled the gun away from one assailant, and then the other ended up shooting him. Um, got one in the glute, as they say. So he got one in the booty and one in the lower legs. So we're not sure exactly where, but he had successful surgery. Luckily, nothing major, and I think it's actually big news that they, I think today they were talking about unless it's happened since I've been preparing, but they didn't put him on the non-football injury list, um, which would knock him out at least four games. Um, so, you know, who knows? He might have really just got grazed, quite frankly. I know it's it sounds very serious, but it seems like he went through pretty pretty good. But either way, Dave, you're the guy, you're the big expert we brought in the building tonight, so I'm just going to kick it to you first on this. Where does this put, does it do anything for Antonio Gibson for you as you go into your drafts this weekend? Are you looking at Antonio Gibson a little differently after the after this incident? Yeah, I mean, obviously you touched on the real-life portion of stuff, so as far as just the fantasy aspect is concerned, Antonio Gibson is going to get a bump. Uh, right now, J.D. McKissick's the only other guy that could potentially get significant work, and he's been a third down back, and that's what he's going to probably stay being. So Antonio Gibson now has a path to being the first and second down back again, and that value alone should probably bump him up one or two rounds from where he was going in your drafts. I just did one yesterday, and he went in the sixth. I think that's probably like sixth, seventh round. That's probably where you're going to start seeing him settle in again. Uh, I believe he was going like closer to like around pick 100 just a few weeks ago, so... I think that's kind of where his value set in right before the season's going. Yeah, indeed. All right, well, Carolina, not happy with their receivers, traded for LaViscus Chenoltz. I can't believe I got that out the first time. Um, you know, unhappy with their receiving core, quite frankly. I'm not sure what this really does to it. But, Nick, I'm going to go to you real quick because we got this draft coming up here shortly. What are your thoughts on this trade? Does it do anything for Baker in your mind? Do you think it upgrades the Carolina receiving core? I don't think it does anything for number six at all. I I don't I don't value him as a high value quarterback to begin with. Last season he was he was like twenty fourth, twenty third ranked uh, uh, passer rating. So I don't think Lavisca Chenault is a big upgrade. Uh, it just puts Robbie Anderson one foot out the door because of the guys I said earlier in the other con in the other shows. He's good for eight targets, and he'll catch two of them. I mean, he's 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 not good, so eh, it it it's a meh. That's that's my official analysis. Meh. Fred, you got something better meh. than Mitch? Um, I think it helps Baker out, even if your third receivers, you know, between him, DJ Moore, him, and uh, Robbie and uh, and, and Chanel. I mean, that's a that's a pretty decent little receiving core that Baker Mayfield has to work with. Indeed. Dave, how about you? Anything uh, on that trade sparks your fancy? I mean, maybe we could see him like in a Curtis Samuel role. If you guys remember a few years ago when Curtis Samuel was on the Panthers, he was getting, you know, a few carries a game, get the the short yardage stuff like the the short A dot throws and, uh, you know, kind of like third down and six, maybe come across the middle, stuff like that. I I don't think for fantasy he's going to be super relevant, but I do think he's going to help bump this offense in real life to uh, be a nice third target for Baker. Uh, but yeah, again, for, as far as fantasy, I don't see too many people gravitating towards him. Yeah, maybe taking a little bit off CMC too, which quite mm-hmm. frankly is what they need. I know a lot of people are 
I mean, I, I talk a lot of crap on CMC, but, you know, even quite frankly, looking at, you know, him and, you know, again, 10 games or last two seasons, it would behoove the Carolina uh, coaching staff not to slam him uh, to start the season off. You think that would just make sense anyway. All right. I got a little transition video and we're going to start it off. It's the final countdown because it's about the season's about to begin. So let's hit it and we'll get the sleeper draft on the way. Let's go. Hey, when I saw your picture, I literally thought you were like a straight redneck. I mean, I, it's surprising. <laughs> it's with that hat. I don't know. Something with that hat. I was like, no oh, offense to rednecks. That's right. fantastic. <laughs> no offense to anyone. All right. So just so everyone knows, this is a, we are doing this. As we just a, lost half our subscribers. So thanks. Okay. Th thanks. Thanks for interrupting me, Nick, for that. All right. So <laughs> don't forget uh, tonight, it's a PPR draft as we begin. Um, excuse me, a P best ball is what I meant to say. It is a PPR best ball draft. Um, so we want to get things started tonight and look who got number one. I mean, Oof. when you're the guest in the building, you get the number one spot. Goodness gracious. All right, let's get things started off. I'll go ahead and start the draft off. 30 seconds per pick. Let's see who Dave has for numero uno. I was thinking LaVisca Chenault here, but... <laughs> Could go Baker. I mean, that'd be a surprise. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I mean, overall consensus number one. Ta tell us about Jonathan Taylor. Not why I mean, you love him so much. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is someone that was the RB1 last year. He's in a situation you could argue better now with Matt Ryan at the helm. I expect the offense to take a nice step forward. One of the best offensive lines in the league. Uh, this is somebody that you take here at the number one spot because you want someone that's probably going to be a guaranteed top five running back if he stays healthy. Remember, you draft someone 101 because you think they're going to be a top five running back. They don't have to be the number one, but you want that safe floor he's going to provide. I will say I've been very tempted <coughs> to take Justin Jefferson if I have the two or the three. I, I really love Justin Jefferson this year. Yeah, wifey looks like she want to stick with the Cooper there uh, theme. She went Cooper Cup there and uh, on pick number four. Fred, you went Derrick Henry, the old faithful. Talk about your pick there. Definitely. You know, before he got hurt last year, he was oh, on, on to record-breaking. Come on. Record-breaking, you know, yards and touchdowns. So that's why I picked him. What is that? A sleeper's new thing if you don't pick. they just That plays on a loop. I mean, oh, Justin. I like, what is that? <laughs> Justin couldn't even, not even show up. He can't even show up to draft this guy. All right, so uh, I, other than that, okay, so you talked about, Dave, you talked about doing the Justin Jefferson. Well, while Justin is bowling, he got Justin Jefferson himself. Talk about why you're tempted to take him uh, first round. Oh, me? Yeah, sorry. Okay. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah, David, my bad. Uh, so Justin Jefferson, we've seen what he can do already when we had just a head coaching system that just wants to run the ball consistently but with Kevin O'Connell coming over to Minnesota, the offensive coordinator from the Los Angeles Rams. He basically is taking the Rams offense. You saw what he did with Cooper cup last year, and they talked about using similar schemes to get Justin Jefferson open. I think we just saw the tip of the iceberg for Justin Jefferson. I would not be shocked to see him get close to 2000 yards this year. And he had 10 touchdowns last year, I believe, even if he gets like 12, 13, which is not anything groundbreaking. But I do think he is going to be the wide receiver one this year. And anything PPR related, like he's going to also challenge for the league leading catches too. I, I think he's this year's like Cooper Cup in terms of just like just setting the league on fire from the wide receiver position. Yeah, I mean, certainly not a bad – like, you know, they talked about this offense reinventing themselves to more of a pass-heavy um, yeah. offense. So, you know, an Adam Thielen supposedly now is looking like a he hit the fountain of youth apparently. Um, so, you know, again, we've talked many times on our show how disrespected Kirk Cousins is and yet continuously shows and proves every year. So, um, yeah, I like Justin Jefferson a lot this year. I went with Austin Eckler. Um, you know, quite frankly, I've done quite a few of these drafts and haven't had Austin Eckler in any squad so far. So I'm actually happy to take him where I got him at. 
Um, you know, he was somebody um, last year I was a little nervous about because of his injuries, but mm -hmm. and he really showed out last year how well um, he can keep himself in shape and uh, really showed out with a great season last year. Nick, talk about Dalvin Cook in your first round. Well, I mean, Dalvin Cook was the best back available there at at that spot. And like I said, this this uh, this offense now under under Kevin O'Connell, it's supposed to be pass have heavy, but you know if it is great because what that's going to do is when they run, it's going to open up those open up those uh, those rushing lanes. And I don't I don't expect Dalvin to uh, have any diminished uh, point value at all. I think he's going to keep on the pace that he has been. And I got to make my pick. <laughs> <You do. laughs> Fred, anything crazy you see so far uh, on anybody's roster? Um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I've seen Kamara falling more and more, and it's, I'm pretty surprised that he went to the second round. I've been doing a lot of mock drafts, and he's been taking the first round every time. So uh, I think Adrian with that, that turnaround, Chubb, Kamara, I think he did really well with that one. Yeah, if Kamara is spared <laughs> from any type of um, uh, suspension, anything handed down, uh, you're right. That's a value pick right there. Um, and in offense, you know, they're talking a lot about Jameis Winston, uh, you know, coming out and doing well this year. Yeah, my bad. My screen isn't. I got to keep doing this, apparently. You know what's interesting is <laughs> you look at everybody's kind of going the same build. Uh, two wide receiver, two running back, just like all in the middle of the draft. <laughs> they right. Basically... No, that's true. Yeah. I mean, you know, the old adage is if you're going to, you know – if you're going to get something like you might as well beef up on something at least. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I mean, I, my old, you know, always tried and true. You always go beef up your running backs. This is kind of my thing. Whoa, Fred, they were at the early QB. What's up with that, Fred? Mm. I usually don't do it, but I think Josh Adams is going to get me both points in both ways, arm and legs. Um, <clears throat> I see that every draft that we're doing that he's the high-valued valued quarterback, so I might as well get the points. I'm all about points. So if I get the best running back, best quarterback, something the top three running back with the number one quarterback, I think I'm in a good place right now. Yeah, Fred, listen, I mean, if you're, if you're all about points, you're playing the right game. All right. <laughs> 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 Like, I'm all about the points. Um, all about the yeah, points. I feel you. Look, I mean, my, you know, looking at this draft so far, though, like I said, I, you know, I don't know if that might have been a little bit of a reach out there. You know what I mean? Because right now you're looking at these, you know, again, we're about to get into the second tier RBs uh, where there's a lot of question marks all the way around. All right. Look at that. All right, Dave, let's talk about your uh, – I, I love having the one of the ends, either the front or the back. But let's talk about the two top two receivers you got there. Yeah, so A.J. Brown I love. Uh, I think he could challenge for the league lead in targets this year. Obviously, the Jalen Hurts-A.J. Brown connection is real. Uh, Philadelphia is going to throw the ball a lot more this year, and he should be the number one target on that team. So I think he's going to be someone that, as long as he stays healthy, I, I have him as my wide receiver eight this year. Uh, as far as Debo Samuel is, I would have taken Michael Pittman here if I had already, if I hadn't taken Jonathan Taylor. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Uh, because I'm really big on Michael Pittman this year, but Debo Samuel's a stud. Getting him in the third round, I will definitely take that. That's solid value for him. Um, so, I mean, he's someone that's going to be the biggest weapon on the 49ers this year, even with Trey Lance at the helm. I think he's going to be able to return third round value. Oh, yeah, big time. No, I like that a lot. I love Debo um, all day. He earned, I, I kept talking about on the show last year. God, he's earned so much respect for me. Um, <laughs> you know, he really, I mean, he just, he was just a football player. You know what I mean? Just looked look great. Um, Fred, let's talk about James Conner, which you, uh, you like him last year. You don't think, um, don't think he's going to well, see regression from those touchdowns? 
No, no, I, I think he's projected for a thousand something yards and ten touchdowns. Like you said, I didn't want to go too deep without a decent running back. He is the top running back on that team, so that's why I took him. I, I need, uh, my, I'm all about running backs, so I need two starting caliber f- running backs. Fred is all about the points and the running back and the running back. <laughs> yeah, I can always get wide receivers second tier. They're, they're just as good. So um, now, Nick, you you took Mike Evans. Now, before we before we talk about Mike Evans, I just want to I want to uh, forewarn anyone who's out there listening. You know, happen to be watching. You know, when you when you're in your fantasy drafts, number one, don't do two fantasy drafts at the same time. <laughs> and number two, when the commissioner warns you and says, "Hey." I can't stop this thing once it starts. So if you mess up, it's on you. Then I don't want to hear any crying after you select Mike Evans in the second round and then say you didn't mean to take him. All right, but I just out my chest. Nick, what, what do you think about Mike Evans? Well, that explanation needs a little more explanation. But uh, so Mike Evans is a high quality receiver. Uh, he. He scores a touchdown almost every home game, so that's eight right there. Uh, and he's, I think he averages about 10 to 12 touchdowns a game. Uh, as long as he's got number 12 back there, he he balls out every single game, and he's going to be their number one option because you don't know when Godwin's going to come back. Uh, you don't know what the production of uh, Gage is going to be. Gronk isn't there, so he's got to be the number one target in that offense. Well, I will say two who might be a sneaky play later on, probably a last pick. Is Julio Jones, I mean, right now might be the last man just walking. That's all he might need to be able to do is go catch a football, um, quite frankly. So might be something uh, else you want to play up later on. I am up right now. I took Kyle Pitts, and normally I'm not a tight end guy. Like, I don't jump for tight ends. But in this particular you know draft and what I was looking at, you know, again, you were talking about Mike Evans. I had, I could have selected him there. I wasn't really feeling him right there. Um, so, you know, I didn't go there, but I will go receiver here. I'm going to go Courtney nice. Sutton here. And we'll see if I get my uh, stack. I was wanting later with Russell, but um, like Russell, I love Courtney Sutton in this offense. I love this whole Denver Bronco offense in general, so. Looks like Justin's trying to make up uh, for his uh, lack of running backs with Brees Hall and Eli Mitchell. Love to have him on. He is such a Jets homer, by the way, Freddie. Every draft I've been in, every draft he's in, he's dra- he's drafting Jets uh, people. So yeah, I, I see that, too. I've been noticing lately. Let's go, Freddie. You're up. <laughs> she's getting get nasty with the running backs look at that all right that's she i taught her well you got to beef up on the running backs. see she's she's learning um oh darren waller not afraid of the perhaps injury or perhaps upset at the contract so talk about darren waller fred why you like him uh i i picked him because i had him a couple of uh a couple of times last year, he did really well for me. For me, I think he's going to be the second uh, second receiver on that team. I think when Adams is getting double teamed, I think Waddle's going to be a lot more open in the middle. So he's going to be car safety net. I like him. And that's right, the, so, he's the last of the top five tight ends that I would pick. Dave, just in case anyone's curious, if you need a receiver, hit up Dave because, man, he is racking them up right now. <laughs> AJ Brown, Debo, Samuel, Mike, what? there is nobody competing with that. Um, let's talk about your strategy here with your two decent RBs and, um, well, one obviously great RB, one potential great RB, and your three good receivers. Talk about that, Dave. Yeah, so I've really liked the hero RB strategy, if I can pull it off, where I can get, you know, Taylor or McCaffrey. I like Dalvin Cook, a couple other guys in the first. And then I just stack my next three rounds of wide receivers because running backs usually go a ton. I'll just scoop up the receiver value. And then A.J. Dillon is like my favorite guy to get in like the fifth or sixth round as my RB2. You get guys like, you know, Damian Pierce uh, and, and some other later round values at running back that I could put in there. Chase Edmonds, guys that, you know, are going to be starting running backs. Ramondre Stevenson, Tony Pollard. There's so many like later running back guys you can take that will be fine, and then you can get elite wide receivers. So that's a, a strategy I found with an earlier pick I really like to do. Yeah, interesting enough, um, we got some news in from our uh, boy Greg earlier that the Texans did not name Damian Pierce a starting running back. 
uh, which I found interesting as well as he was running the football. I mean, what sense does that make? Unless they're just in, uh, hey, listen, we really just want to tank and we don't want anyone good going out there because that Damian Pierce boy looks like a man amongst boys running that football. That's for dang sure. I think that was uh, coach speak. I, I really do. I hope so because it doesn't make any sense. Otherwise, I'm, I'm screwed. So. <laughs> I hear you. Everyone's like all in. But, I mean, look, listen, you're not wrong. Everyone was looking at that. So, um, All right, Flanders, you picked up Lamar Jackson. Talk about Lamar and your um, quest for QB. Points, points, points. Uh, I've always wanted them. I never had the opportunity to draft them because I usually don't draft quarterbacks until like the, the sixth or seventh round. Um, and I usually will get Roethlisberger, and he's always be sitting there, and he's always my favorite quarterback anyway. So uh, I am going to turn over a, a new leaf, and I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe overreach, but uh, like uh, Freddie said, he's gonna get your points with his legs and his arms. So I, plus that he's playing. In a contract year, so he's going to ball out. Yeah, and you and you, look, you you start a QB run pretty much. I mean, once you went Lamar, look at that. Kyler Murray went off. Joe Burrow after that. Um, you know, obviously now I got to start sweating my QB because um, you you guys know who I like, and I'm sitting here looking like if he doesn't get taken here, then I'll probably be able to get him on this um, back row here. Two is uh, safe. He he going to go now anyway. <laughs> oh, I can get two in this round? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, look, I don't know who am I drafting with. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, looking at the draft so far, you look at it overall. I mean, is there anyone standing out to you guys that's like, you know, other other than uh, Dave and his horses that he's got over there? Um, anyone else standing out to you guys that's like, you know, wowie on this on this end? I know there's a couple other guys down there there but well, now they keep switching the screens no yeah i'm sorry it's like i said my, it's my yeah i know I'm, that's fine <laughs> i'm sorry what, what was that i was just asking what is there a team that stands out to you right now is anybody you're looking at as you look down the line here like oh this team's all right i mean i'll just call out my wife real quick oh, she's on auto pick first of all like she's sitting on the couch i don't know what she's doing but she's got four running backs all right so D- uh, dave meet my wife white meet dave you guys maybe should talk later <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe later on in the season, you know, perhaps. But um, yeah, she's got a nice little stack for sure of RBs. Um, yeah, I think you know. Again, everyone's doing pretty decent job so far. Um, you know, Fred, let's look at. We'll just look at the teams overall. I guess let's look at your your team overall. Well, let me let me go ahead and pull it up here. What's your strategy that you like using in drafts? Right, you mentioned running back. So name some. I- running backs you don't want to go home with or excuse me you don't want to leave the draft without drafting put it that way i i, I always need a, a top a top uh I, I need my my whole strategy is to get a top five or six running back after that i lose my brain and i don't know what to do so i'm glad i got the third pick <laughs> but <laughs> easy but enough. uh the first two three picks in every draft i do always 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 are running back running back a quarterback. That's how I do it. And then I get my, my wide receivers in the sixth, fifth, sixth, seventh round. Because these days, second, you know, second receivers are just almost as good as the first. So let's see who I'm gonna pick here. Give me a second. All right. So we we expect a lot out of the Vikings. I'm gonna go with Adam Thielen. He's been yeah, pretty solid over the years. And there's been a lot of talk about him being um, back to his youthful ways, I guess, if you will. So not I mean, a bad he's always that there. sneaky. He's always that sneaky player that some games could come out with hundred yards touchdown or two touchdowns and sixty yards. So that's what I like about him. Fudge, fudge, fudge. I sat here and said, oh, maybe I'll get that QB, and then I forgot to take him. And then David freaking got him. He got my stack. This is – it's so funny, David. This is literally not – and I don't have Jonathan Taylor on my team, but that's who I have on my home team is Hertz and A.J. Brown. I am also real. oh, and I have Gabe Davis. I love this. So these are guys I'm all high on. Talk about that stack right there and, and why you love it. Uh, yeah, I talked about the Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown connection. I think, like, A.J. Brown went to Jalen Hurts' kid's birthday or something like that. Uh, they are going to – get AJ Brown the ball a ton. I love in best ball having a stack. So I was really hoping I could get Jalen Hurts in this round. So thank goodness <laughs> you didn't you didn't snag him from me. He's gonna be awesome for fantasy football this year. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I fully believe that. I actually had him. Um, I don't have my final ones done, but he was top five for me. I put him real high other than mm-hmm. I know that's not. You know, everyone's, oh, you know, it's, uh, well, last year he, you know, he got, he ran so many touchdowns in. Well, he might do that again this year. You don't know. So, damn, now she takes my quarterback I mean, <laughs> on auto pick, too. Did she fall asleep on the couch? <laughs> she probably did. She probably did. There's Damian Pierce off the board oh, good right pick. there. Talking good about pick. him. Yeah, Justin's at the ball and alley. <laughs> All right. Um, Let's see. Well, I guess my two QBs that I wanted, I really, or they're not even there. So, you know what? I'm going to go. Let's just keep going to the well. Let's take Hopkins. He'll be back after six games. I, like I, don't, I don't mind taking that. I already got some got some beef. And, you know, my two QBs. Pretty good value for the seventh round. Pretty good yeah. value. Mm-hmm. I wanted Hurts. And then after that, I wanted Russell Wilson. Now that I don't have either, I can. Now I'm going to sit here and play this out a little bit. And let's, let's just keep it going. I mean, I might still, you know, there's still a chance for me to get another decent QB along that line. So we'll see. Drake London, not afraid of the knee injury, Nick. Talk about Drake. Uh, who else is there to throw to down in Atlanta besides Kyle Pitts? So uh, they're going to lean on those, on those two guys. Uh, Cordero Patterson's on the wrong side of 30. He had, he had his big season last year, his breakout season. Everyone knows who, who he is. Uh, they have to drafted his replacement, uh, in, uh, Algiers. So I don't think that Drake London, uh, is going to be a bad pick. Yeah, no, I don't think it's a bad pick either. Like you said, I mean, who else are they going to throw to right now? It's really just him and Pitts. So, uh, yeah, you're spot on with that. So it's not a bad selection at all um all right so we're getting down here to the seven i see this is going nice and fast guys you guys were sitting here saying oh we're gonna be all night um <laughs> better than, than the, than the three-day drafts that, that we've been having i know i will not ne- i'll just say that those will never ever happen again we learned our lesson with those that those will, those will never happen again. so i did want to clarify that that story i said earlier freddie we had our big draft this weekend Freddie came, sits down. We're all having this nice little, you know, how everyone's having a good time. All of a sudden, Freddie, uh, here, Mike Evans. I, di- I didn't pick him. I didn't mean to pick him. No, no, I'm, I'm, ser- I'm seriously pissed off. I'm seriously pissed off, guys. No, seriously. Like, come on. It was this the guy. internet. This guy. Right, right. That's the next step. They blame my internet. That's, that's the next, next part. Right, so. and then, and then that was the same excuse for our for our in house DJ. Right, the internet. Right. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> so I do have a funny story while we're, uh, we're we're going to this round. We get to our picks and we can talk about some of these teams as they develop. But by the way, thanks, Adrian. I can't even get Brady. You got Brady and Rogers. This guy. Um, so a uh, funny story is that this particular year, um, you know, I'll just call myself out. I've never got a toilet bowl award. This year was my year to get the toilet bowl award. <laughs> I forgot. I'm the commissioner. I forgot to order the toilet bowl award, and I seriously just forgot about it because the champion had had ordered his own belt. So I usually my own process, I get the two. So anyway, make a long story short, I'm hustling around, you know, I'm I go to. I had to go to Hobby Lobby, bro. I went to Hobby <laughs> Lobby. This lady's like, I tell her what's going on. She's like, I think we have one, and it literally was one little toilet for a dollhouse. One. So I'm like, I'm good. I came home. I was all happy. Like, oh, babe. I don't know. Meanwhile, so me, and then I give it to the to the guy who's presenting it. I say, hey, I forgot my award, but here's this, and he's like, oh, okay. So and then meanwhile they had this whole big ass toilet made out of aluminum. I mean it was just crazy. They had this whole thing already planned. Great job for my league. I definitely did not expect it. And of course though, of course though when I get the award everyone wants to go all out. I think that's pretty freaking funny. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and take my QB here only because, you know, I'm not sure, sure how much longer I can wait. I'm going to take Dak. I'm take a risk on Dak. I know that line's looking a little beat up right now, uh, but I think Dak and that machine will be all right this year. We'll see what happens. Um, not a guy I'm real excited to go with, but whatever. All right, Fred, you're up. Let's see. Let's look at this team, the way it's stacking up so far. Derrick Henry, James Conner, you're starting running backs. Uh, Josh Allen as your QB. Waller as your tight end, and you got your three guys for your receiver. Where are you going next? 
Got to go for a third running back. I waited a kind of long, but I like Stevenson out of New England. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's gonna the first one. That's the first one. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> that hurt. I was, I was ready to bounce. That one hurt. <laughs> that's good. That was a good late round value. Way they're talking about Damien. I mean, they're gonna. It sounds like they're gonna kind of two head monster this thing. Is what it's sounding like. But you know, who knows? You know how Belichick I mean, I- is. I'm happy with that if they use both running backs. We don't want Mac Jones throwing all over the field. He don't have the wide receivers for it anyway. So, hey, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and ditch it out to your your running backs. Right. Actually, as a Jets fan, you do want Mac Jones throwing the ball all over the yard. I'm talking about a fantasy (laughs) analyst right now, man. That is true. my job. Not looking very good this offseason, that's for sure. I was a little surprised. A little bit of a sophomore slump for Mac Jones, perhaps. No, it's because he doesn't. He's got a defensive coordinator calling the offensive plays. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, nine fifty Seventeenth Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare three zero three two nine two ninety nine ninety two now in Lowry or downtown. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I mean, it could be so. Hit my mute button. But you have, uh, you know, it's still Belichick, though. He's going to get things right. All right, Dave, let's talk about the round table you got going on here with Lazard and Komet. Talk about your two guys here. Yes, I want to say something Lazard. really quick. Hold on, hold on. You did snipe me because I was waiting for Lazard to come back around. I was going <laughs> to grab him. I was my man. So was I. Go. I feel better now. I feel better. Uh, <laughs> so Lazard, I mean, right now as it stands, hopefully the number one in Green Bay. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's gonna be riding my bench. So I guess, well, it's best ball. So never mind. He's gonna the weeks he pops off as Aaron Rodgers' number one target, he's gonna flash and he'll be he's solid at this point. And then Cole Komet, he's my favorite tight end to get later on if I sleep on tight end. Like he's gonna be the number two target for the Chicago Bears behind Darnell Mooney. Uh, him and Dawson Knox are my two favorite guys to grab. So I, I was gonna snatch him up here before someone else sniped me. Yeah, no, I like it. I mean, it's late. I usually go if I don't get one of those. (laughs) (laughs) I usually go for it. Those are some of those guys that I'll go for late if I haven't, you know, went early for one. That's usually my strategy. I usually wait on a tight end. uh, But just like I said, just to happen in this draft and just to be where it was at, um, the receivers that were around there. um, All right, we got the doc takes the Bills deep (laughs) off the board. Dave, I want to talk to you about that because that was a subject that was brought up on another show. Give me your like assessment on like when's the good time to go for the defense. When, when do you think that is? So this is actually funny you asked me that because in my home league, uh, me and like my brother kind of started doing the defense early, and then other people would start like getting their defense, and then you'd be like, "Oh well, crap!" Like, I, like are we really getting defenses now? I don't want to be stuck with like the freaking Detroit Lions defense. Uh, but I would say in general, like if, when you're playing with like outside your home leagues, save them for like the last two rounds. Like there's never a defense that repeats year after year. It's always a different one. Like the Patriots, the year they went off, like the, uh, there's like every year you look like the defense is always different and it's never the number one ranked one. That so, is true. There are, there are Dr. Miller got me because on the way back, I was definitely taking the Bills defense. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm big on defenses around 9, 10, 11. I always do it. And I always take them and they bail me out, honestly, like every year. So <laughs> I was definitely going to yeah. take them on the way back. So that's why I want to bring it up because we were in a um, – it was a network, um, if you will, a network draft. And it was the, one of the uh, other draftees – um, started saying something about the defense is going. It was about 11, 12, <clears throat> I think on. it started going. Um, but Come me on. personally, I've, I've also done that. And not only have I gone early, I'll go back to back early. And the reason mm. why I do that is so that way I got two good defenses that I can play matchups off of. And I try to find 
you know, those ones that are in the shitty divisions with these offense. But right now, <laughs> the way these offenses, every offense seems good at this point right now. So, you know, it's kind of tough to find those divisions. But, you know, like, you know, the NFC North, for example, you know, Packers playing, you've got the Lions. So, you know, you at least got some turnovers there if you got the Colts or playing the Texans and the Jags. Um, so those are the kind of defenses you kind of look to stream late. But I do like to play those matchups, that's for sure. Nick, what about you, man? What do, do you like playing uh, defenses early? How do you how do you like your defense? I I pick them late because the thing about the defenses is uh, they can actually get you negative points. So if you're playing uh, a defense and let's say if you're let's say if you're down by five points, uh, I almost did it. Um, no, let's say if you're up by five, I almost did it one year where I was going to sit my my defense. But uh, I was told that that was going to be a dick move, so <laughs> so I didn't. Oh, no. I mean, because it, because if you're up by five and they get you like a negative ten, you lose, right? So if you sit them, okay, you know you win, but you look like a dick. I'm like, uh, oh, I don't want to look, look like that. So I don't. Defense are tricky because because they're so unpredictable from from week to week. So that's why I say late, and you can always stream a defense uh, whenever you're playing um, matchups. So defenses, and nobody wants to trade for them either. So you know, defenses they're they're a dime a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> I would take. Uh, speaking of defense, I'm going to take that Norton Niner D. Um, that's that. You're hilarious, man. All right, so um, let's see what else. He's like, they're a dime a dozen. It's no big deal. Um, Chris Olave off the look at him. Man. All right, let's. I want to talk about some of these teams here. My bad. I was getting a little lost in here. Let's talk about some. Let's talk about your your boy, your boy, True Barbosa, Fred. Let's talk about the squad right right quick. I think he started. I, I know we were talking earlier, me and him, and he was talking about how people are are so infatuated grabbing running backs that they leave a number one receivers out there for the second, third, fourth, fifth round. So he goes, you know, he goes, if I get any chance, I got, I'm going to grab, look, he grabbed Chase Diggs Allen. Okay. So that's, that's, yeah. Then you got Kittle and he got Burrow in the fifth round. So I think that's a pretty strong draft. Then towards the end, he takes, he takes, um, maybe RB1s, Chase Edmonds, uh, Melvin Gordon. So they might split, but his receivers alone should keep him in the game with his tight end and his quarterback. Right. Got a lot of potential with the running backs. You know, none of, you know, Chase, probably the only starter, crazy enough. Um, but, you know, yeah, overall, this team, you know, if you like points, this team will produce points. For and you. especially if they're at a PPR, PPR, they're going to catch a lot of balls, These those first three picks. Indeed. Let's highlight Dave's team. Let's talk about Dave's team real quick because he just went on that come around. Uh, let's look at it all the way around. Jonathan Taylor, A.J. Dillon. We talked about that already with the three. He can compete with your boys' um, receivers. They they can go head to head. Jalen, am I up? Oh no, no. <laughs> Jalen Hurts uh, as the QB. You know how much I love Jalen. Gabe Davis, also another guy I like. Alan Lazard. A lot of us like Alan Lazard. Um, Cole Komet, you know, again, could be if this that Bears offense does anything um, and follows up. Let's follow up with Cook and now Gabe. you're up. Let's talk about those. Yeah, I got to think. Talk about so, uh, Cook and Gainwell. So, obviously, PPR format, both these guys are pass-catching running back specialists that also have a path to be the main guy, either if the guy in front of them go down or we've seen with Miles Sanders and Devin Singletary. It's not like they're locked in to a full year of being the starter with how we've seen them produce. So, to combine the pass-catching upside with the fact that they're the number two, technically, if something were to be going wrong with the first guy, and the double-digit rounds, these guys are a smash. Yeah, um, you know, Kenneth Gainwell last year, my wife's a uh, Philly fan, so I have to watch. That's one of the TVs is on Philly. <laughs> um, and I have to say, man, every time I saw those Eagles out there, it's like, man, that guy, Kenneth Gainwell, he, is that, is he, he's a running back? He literally he looks like a receiver out there. Um, so, yeah, I really like him in the passing game, especially in PPR. Um, like him a lot. And James Cook, man, he could be really exciting. I was hoping he'd make it to Minnesota and be with his brother, but yeah. I mean, be exciting to be on this Bills offense for sure. 
Man, all the defenses are going, man. There'd be nothing uh, I, left. Yeah, I told you they were going to go back to back. <laughs> I did it. I was true to my word. I went back to back on it. So, you know, again, just playing off matchups, trying to mm. find that right one each week. You know, I don't have all their schedules in front of me, and I'm not brilliant enough to remember them all. So, you know, hey, if I get two, I figure I'll look out hopefully on one of them. You notice how two kicker, the two top kickers are trying to come off the board already? I just <laughs> saw the eleventh round. The dock. Now that's something I always go last round. I mean, there's never a time where I've ever, I don't think, jumped for a kicker. I'm, I'm never felt that comfortable with my team to jump <laughs> high for one. To be honest, um, I, I like the thirteenth round, thirteen, fourteen round. I'll definitely take the top kicker if he's there. If yeah, if there's like somebody like I know that's on a, like a good team, like if I saw Matt Gain a thirteenth round, maybe I'll go there. You know, somebody I know is going to be kicking the ball a lot. You know, maybe, maybe it depends on how what the team looks like too. Because right now, like with me with Dak, like I'm unsure of Dak, so I might go to the well, find another backup QB. Um, you know, somebody that's decent that I like. I like Davis Mills and snag late. I mean, that we don't know what that Texans defense is going to be like. So Davis Mills might just be by force throwing the ball a lot. Who knows um, at this point? So anyway, there's a lot of those guys you can snag. Let's talk about Flanders' team since he's here with us and we can poke at him about it. All right, Dalvin Cook, got to like that. Got him at, I think that's eighth or seventh. You're at right, seventh, my bad. Uh, Fournette, again, playoff Lenny. But, again, you, now you got the, the receiver oh, and oh, running back. Oh, I hate on, having that on the same team uh, personally. It's just not my thing. With the homer pick, Deontay Johnson, I'm uh, not worried about that shoulder. It looks like I'm up. Hold on one second. Let me make my pick real quick. I'll see. You had did you just take Kirk Cousins? So you did that on purpose. No, I didn't want Kirk Cousins. I don't want Kirk Cousins. I can't stand Kirk, Kirk Cousins. I didn't do that. That was not my thumb. He did it on purpose. All right, let's go back up here. Look at the rest of the squad. So I was Lamar waiting Jackson, for him. Deontay Johnson. You know, he hurt this shoulder, but I guess no big deal. Looks like it's not going to be a big deal. Lamar Jackson. We talked about him already. Dalton Schultz, I do like him uh, this year with the absence of Amari Cooper. Should see some more targets just by nature. Um, Drake London, again, we talked about him already. Penny could be a good running back for you if Kenneth Walker doesn't emerge. I like the James Robinson pick late. I mean, they're talking about him starting. You might got you might have got a starting running back um, in the tenth round. I mean, that's great, even though it is Jacksonville um, and Chargers. In you know, you like that with Kirk Cousins as well. So um, <laughs> overall, it's a decent squad. You know, I don't know if you're winning you, any championships, but I like it. What do we think about Dr. Miller's back-to-back kicker picks? What? Whoa! Hey, hey, hold on. He just oh. donated. Did he? <laughs> Let's see here. He may maybe he's betting on the the bye week that he needs a kicker. Well, now again, we've talked. I talked to since this is a best ball. You do you need a, another kicker? So maybe that's what he was going for. And you know he likes Tua, so I think that was like a legit pick. Um, this look at it. I mean, he's got an okay squad. He's got Swift and Mixon. I mean, for for although I will say, if you're listening, Doc. For, for a doctor, those are two injury-prone players that I have to say I'm surprised you went for. Travis Etienne, uh, someone who else is coming off injury. Whoops, I don't know what I did just there. Um, so, you know, I, you know, a little little bit of question marks on Doc's squad, but Doc played pretty good last year. So, all right, let's see who Dave – got to get back around. Let's see what David got. Okay, let's talk about these two guys. Justin Fields, I like late. Talk about the two guys you just got, David. Yeah, so Justin Fields, everybody talks about Trey Lance, but literally Justin Fields is the same type of quarterback, a better passer, but just as mobile, just with the worst offense. But we just saw a glimpse of what he can do in his last preseason game. Three touchdowns, 13 of 13 in a clean pocket. Uh, he, he's a phenomenal second quarterback to grab, especially with his mobility. And Rashad White, I think, is this year's biggest lottery ticket. If anything happens to Leonard Fournette, Rashad White is going to be a top ten running back. He's gonna, I, I, he's phenomenal. So I, I love taking him in every draft I can, just for that injury insurance for Fournette. I don't have Fournette, but like, he's he's such a great guy to get later on because if he gets the job at somehow, like, he's going to be a monster. I like that. I like it a lot. All right, so since we're getting here wrapped up, talk talk to me about some guys that you, you know, I, t- I try to set So I don't know who I set up earlier, and they didn't really kind of screwed up the question. So maybe I'm going to go to you, David. Give me a guy, some guys here <laughs> later, later in rounds, that you don't want to walk away the draft from. They, some guys that you're really trying to grab um, out of every draft you're in. 
Rashad White is one of those guys for sure. Uh, other guys, let's see, that's still because I'm probably not going to take any more other guys here. Um, I like trying to get Tyler Algier if I can. Um, he could be the technically the starting running back for Atlanta. So if you sleep on running back, he's a great guy to get there. Khalil Herbert's another great late running back target. Um, as far as like wide receivers, Romeo Dubs is somebody for Green Bay you can get for basically nothing at this point. Um, Nico Collins is another one. He's going to be the number two for the Texans. I get him usually with like my second to last pick and just ha- build my wide receiver depth. Uh, those are a few of the guys, uh, but there's a, there's a, a lot. Oh, and Isaiah McKenzie is another one I like too. Isaiah McKenzie, I think is going to be the, the number one slot for the bills this year. Yeah. I've, I snagged him actually in my, my, uh, real league this weekend, right? I think he was my last pick. Um, so like you said, that's a good late round darling you just brought up there. Nick, how about you? You got some late round darlings. I mean, we've done enough of these drafts that you like to go try to snag late. Uh, I, I did snag him. I just grabbed, uh, Pacheco. He's got a lot of buzz out there in, uh, Kansas City. Uh, another one, I don't see, I don't know if anyone got him yet. Josh Palmer. <clears throat> San Diego, uh, I'm sorry, Chargers receiver. I keep calling him San Diego. Uh, he's one. And it would, and then Alec Pierce, uh, receiver from the Colts. He, he could be another good one as well. So just so you know, Nick, I have uh, Joshua Palmer on my dynasty team. So any- I know I heard. If you'd I like saw. To work, if you like to work out a little something, I I'm am, not helping you out. I'm I not trading all- with you anymore. No, you no. See, I I just want to let's tell another story. Another. Quick oh, story. here we go. Jesus. All right, now I got to tell you this. This is a good one. Dave's gonna like this. So we're about to start after our regular uh, draft. We did our dynasty draft, and man, let me tell you something. If I didn't pull off a draft day beautiful trade. I go to the guy. This one guy wants to get rid of Dalvin Cook. I happen to have Madison on my team anyway. So I'm like, all right, well, how about my first pick? And I have Deshaun Watson not doing anything, and he doesn't have a franchise QBs. QBs are bad. I have Josh Allen. I have Nick Chubb. I have Jamar Chase. I mean, I'm set to win now. I just need another RB2. So, boom, he makes the trade. He didn't. Well, he didn't want to make the trade. I had to go to the guy with the first pick first, make sure he was good to trade my pick and Nick and my buddy's pick for the top pick, which gave him Damian Pierce, thusly me, Dalvin Cook. So that's how you pull off a draft day trade, ladies and gentlemen. Then I turn around the next day <clears throat> as oh, I'm talking, on, I miss my, I'm just, uh, I accidentally picked my, <laughs> oh, well, whatever. So in my next, in my next uh, feats as uh, now I know now I got to start building toward the future. So then I turn around and traded uh, one of my uh, receivers, Rashad Bateman, for a 2023 first-round pick and a second-round pick in 2024. So there you go. That's how you pull off dynasty trades right there. Everyone's like, womp, womp. womp. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at the crap defenses that are left for me to pick here. Ah, so you never went D. You You waited? Uh, yeah, I did kicker and defense in my last two picks. I'll go, uh, really I'll go Pittsburgh, and then my kicker. I'll go the number one kicker from last year. Ooh, Nick, what do you think? He just called the Steelers crappy defense. He's not lying. I mean, they're not good. Uh, look, I don't care if they're my one of my they're my um, unofficial team, but um, you know, they, if it's crap, it's crap. I'm not. Not, not going to blow sunshine up of no no one's butt and be biased. If, <laughs> if if you're garbage, you are garbage. I don't care if I like you or not. <laughs> All right, tell them how it is. All right, now we get to analyze some teams here. Let me look at yeah, this. Yeah, going on here. Take a quick. Oh, you know I got to go to the homer pick there. So get my kicker. Hopefully, we won't be kicking a lot. All right, Nick, let's wrap it up. I'm trying to wrap it up. Gosh darn it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, while you're wrapping it up, let's take a look at some of the teams. Some of you haven't talked about CB326. We'll talk about this team. 
here. Christian McCaffrey. I hate that pick. I just oh, that's a major gamble. Number two. I just think that's way too high. McCaffrey. I know a lot of people like it. So hey, I could be dead wrong, but we'll but see. I think it happened in our league this year. They'll think he got it him in the did. top three. You're exactly right. He was number three. He went high as well. Tyree Kill. Of course, you know I like that. The cheetah. Uh, Mark Andrews, another tight end. You know, again, he's one of that top tier guy. So that's a good snag. Um, this one, if you've heard my show, how I feel about J.K. Dobbins. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I'll just keep saying it. Consistency is key. J.K. Dobbins, you have consistently done nada. Allen Robinson, um, good snag there. Um, Amon St. Brown, Rashad Bateman, kind of about the same animal, so pretty much. Um, yeah. Come up with a QB with Matt Stafford. Um, Kenneth Walker. Ah, damn, I keep doing that. Kenneth Walker, the other um, other RB in Seattle, which should be good. Traylon Burks, which I like. Seeing him make a couple good uh, snags in camp. Um, he's got Alexander Madison. Blah, blah, blah. Looking like a tough season, buddy. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to make a come out of here. You know, the, the RBs are shaky. Um, receivers are okay. I, you know, I... Quarterback could be okay. Could have a top top ten QB. Uh, I just think they're to me the running backs are a little bit shaky on this one uh, for me. Let's Dave, see. you like this one? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy. With, but I was gonna the Ramondre <laughs> Stevenson pick was the one that definitely got me because I would have gone with him there. Uh, but other than that, I think I got pretty much everybody I was looking to get each round. Um, but, but that's why that's when you've had a good draft when it, yeah. you got everyone that you like. That's the main Let's thing. See. Except in let round make, that right. round eight. Let <laughs> me see. I know uh let me look at uh one of the other guys we brought here, Abuelito Sly, Grandpa okay, Sly. Abuelito Sly. All right. So now Najee Harris, which I, I forgot to bring up, having and Doc will be in on Friday. We're gonna talk about that sprainless Frank injury. Um, so I'm going to bring in Dr. Miller and talk about that a little bit. A little concerned, but not, you know, a whole lot. But, you know, they're counting on him to have a full, full, full workload this year. Um, so that right. might be a concern. Um, you know, and again, you see the rest. Aaron Jones, uh, Miles Sanders, uh, Singletary, the RBs, um, you know, Pittman and more. I mean, okay, so just looking at this team overall, I mean, it's. I think it's – uh, maybe a little above average to average is what I'm looking at here. What do you What do you think, Fred? Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. I mean, because uh, Najee, they're gonna work him to death. I'm not sure about Aaron Jones. What's gonna happen with him? Um, <clears throat> Sanders, I like, but it all depends on Jalen Hurst. How much he's gonna run the ball? And Singletary, Singletary. Every year I believe in him, and every year he doesn't do anything. So <clears throat> I, I love Kyler Murray. He's gonna get him points all day, and. Man, I don't know, man. We were just talking about Carolina just getting another third receiver now. So I don't know how that's going to affect DJ Moore. Right. Yeah, that's another uh, thing. That Again, we didn't talk about that. I was talking about how it affect the team. But that's how, you know, another effect is taking away targets from, um, you know, other players, quite frankly. So all right, I, let's I do go like to- his Murray Brown thing. Just want to put that out there. I like the Kyler Murray marking yeah, Brown. Yeah. Hopkins is not there for a while, so. He got the stack, and I mentioned that over the summer. I was very surprised at, um, you know, Marquise Brown production. I mean, he brings that kind of production to Arizona. It's, he's going to have an unbelievable year. Um, David, uh, what do you think of Tony 425 squad? Tell me what you think of this one. Let's yeah. see. Tony 425, so second to last pick there. Hold on, let's pull up one. Yeah, we right, got so Devont- Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey, T. Higgins, Justin Herbert, Clyde Edwards, Alaire. Okay, so. This, so his squad, I love the start. Adams, Kelsey, Higgins is a really strong start. Herbert's a good quarterback. I don't love his starting running backs with Clyde and Kareem Hunt. Uh, who is his other running backs? Isaiah Miller, J.D. McKissick. Uh, great team of sizes. Right, he needs another. He needs running backs. Right. Hey, if call, I'm call, you, I, Coop, call Coop MJ. <laughs> I think hey, call the wife up. She she got running back for days. That's right. Uh, all right, Nick. How about Adrian C eighty nine? What do you think about his squad? Uh, I like. I love Chubb. Obviously, Kamara. I like Acres. Uh, way over value. Uh, McLaurin is good. Thomas is dicey. Rogers is great at that spot. Um, Knox is really good. I love 
Oh, you, Dawson Knox. You're going to do every pick? Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a total crapshoot. Um, I'm looking at it, and I am going to give him marginal to good at best. Okay. Marginal. <laughs> marginal Let's talk about our co-host who's bowling. <laughs> Oh, I actually, I actually wasn't going to talk about his team because he was bowling. He was supposed to show up. That's all. Like we don't even talk about his team. All right, let's okay. talk about it. Um, let's talk about this squad. He's got up now again. I mean, you know, I know you guys are Jets fans. I don't know how you'd be high on Brees Hall or anything about this Jets offense right now. I don't even understand. Well, he's a Forty Nine er fan, isn't he? I know, but but he's not. He's a Jets fan, quite frankly. And listen, I'm gonna just say this too. What he's all high in this offense? Why? Why? What is this offense showing you that makes you high on it? It makes no well, sense. Bruce Hall, has, somebody has to be the the, the guy. It I might well say, be Bruce Hall. I will say, I was swimming in a pool and I was watching the Jets Giants game, and I will say, a Brees Hall definitely looked better. Michael Carter also had an untimely fumble, so mm-hmm. I could see Brees Hall taking things over um, there. So yeah, again, but but still, it's the Jets offense. It's all just goes. Eli Mitchell, you know, Damian Pierce, you know, we've, you know, those are two guys that we've, we've talked about quite a lot. Um, You know, I mean, this is kind of a home spot. What do you think? I mean, Trey Lance, and then he goes to Vegas with Carr. I should have went Carr, actually, now that I thought about it. Uh, I could have waited. I I really like his wide receivers. I think he's pretty solid there with Jefferson, Lamb, Metcalf, and Godwin. Jets, Homer. I mean, it's another jet. I mean, it's just Godwin. Godwin. We don't know when Godwin's coming back, and know, and know what he's going to be like when he is back. Uh, I, I mean, think he's going to be all right. Well, I think he'll be all right too. But I, I, I question DK Metcalf because I question Geno Smith, um, Elijah Moore. I just sat here and got on this solo spiel about the Jets' offense. I mean, now you got the running back and the receiver in this putrid green offense. I mean, come on. you're just the a only, jet hater. Okay. So, so the only good thing about the Jets' offense is, is uh, they're going to be throwing a lot because they're going to be on a negative game game script. So they're going to throw themselves into some type of respectable type of scoring. So I disagree disagree with you because I do think the Jets will be better defensively. I think they're going to be a better squad overall defensively. And so I don't think they're going to have to constantly throw into games. I think they are going to try a more run-controlled offense, quite frankly, is what I think anyway. I mean, who the hell cares what I think? But, um, I, you know, again, that's why I'm just like, why this Jets? What are you buying this Jets offense for? I will okay. give him this, though. Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb, I mean, those two right there in and yeah. of itself is just nasty. He, Seriously, he when was the last time the, the, the Jets were even – Relevant besides sixty-eight. Seriously, when was the last time the Jets were actually good? Yo, Sanchez Sanchez, for the championship twice. Oh, right, we got it. We got it. Twenty years ago, we got a guess there. Let's not let's not embarrass ourselves. All right, we'll talk about (laughs) let's talk about wifey real quick. We got uh, Cooper Cup, good pick first. You know, Brandon Ayuk. I mean, there's some some talk. She loves Hunter Renfro. Always talking about Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. So that you know, again, I think that's good late value for him. He obviously his targets aren't going to be what they are last year, but I think where she got him at is not too bad. Um, Chris Alave too could be big. Oh my God, she even got a jet freaking. Oh my goodness, I don't like her her running back quarterback combo. Yeah, well, see, going back to that again, I never like having a quarterback and a running back on the same team. I mean, I just to me, it's just not not good. It takes away, yeah, right. So, I mean, if but, you got points for handoffs, you know, that'd be good. But I will say, I will, I will say, and this was before PPR. Like my first ever win in like first ever league I was in was in 1999. I had Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, and Tory Holt. So, but that's because, you know, I happened to pick up Kurt Warner and had the greatest show on turf. So, of course, you know, I, was, I dominated the league after that. Um, so, you know, if it's the right offense, it could work. And this, I mean, it's not like Javonta Williams is not going to get passes out of the backfield. So, it's possible it could work. Um, but anyway, TJ Hawkinson, you know, a lot of people are kind of down on him now. Uh, but if he comes back to any form, he could be decent as well. So, He's getting beat up. 
Yeah, uh, indeed. All right, so we're going to wrap things up here tonight. Dave, my friend, I appreciate you joining us tonight. Oh, and we got com- – I'm so sorry that people were in the comments, but when I'm on that screen, <laughs> I can't be shit. my bad. Uh, get to, I'll get to that in a second. But, Dave, let everyone know where they can find, subscribe, follow, and get all of your great stuff. And, by the way, go if you go to his Twitter page, he got an interview with Austin Eckler on there. The my pick. What? How exciting is that? Dave, tell everybody where to follow He's you. He's been man. dodging us for weeks. <laughs> Years. Hey. Years. Y'all have the, some of the best energy I've ever been around. So <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me on the show. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's on the screen at dmendio 2 Usually all my stuff's pretty much triple play, like all our video content youtube channel that's big for us and then uh, i do i'm doing twitter spaces for the 33rd team this year maybe a couple like an article a week or so i haven't figured quite that out yet and then fan tracks fantasy pros some writing here and there for them as well uh but yeah just uh appreciate you guys again for having me on this was a blast we appreciate you you know where else they can catch you this year mr mendy you're gonna be back on tss we're gonna get you back on here yeah that was fun we do a lot of of fun games on here i think you're you're just the right kind of guy to get you on some fantasy feud or some jeopardy (laughs) i think that'll be a lot of fun so hopefully you come back and join us oh hell yeah i'd love to awesome all right everyone (laughs) go follow our friend and here's here's by the way this is the only this is the only comment i'm going to show says don't start flanders that was from mike he just said i'm not sure what you were talking about but i don't either but but any any comment from captain half-ass i'm not i'm not going to take into consideration on me it just dawned on me you were talking trash about the dj he was dj too that's oh that makes sense (laughs) all right guys well again david once again i really do appreciate you coming and hoping again to have you on we'll have lots of fun this season um, this Friday, we're going to do a uh, basically just going to do our final ranking show, talk about stacks we like. It's going to final countdown, as they said earlier. Um, and then Monday, we're going to have our prediction show. We got some special guests hopefully coming for that. And we're going to make our predictions for the upcoming year. Uh, and then we're going to get on a regular show schedule because, you know, it's football time, ladies and gents. Let's get it. Dave, we appreciate you, my brother. And we are out. We're on a mission of this guy. We're on a Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 